0: Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Finnovate podcast. Joining me today, we have David Davies, the founder and CEO of AgUnity. It's one of those types of fintech plays we all love to hear about because it's something that makes you feel really good. There's also a really strong business sense behind what they're doing. David, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Greg.
0: So uh, to start, it'd be great to just get a high-level overview of AgUnity and what you guys are working on as a little bit of background information for the rest of the episode.
1: Yeah, sure. Like AgUnity, we essentially take low-cost smartphones—you know, phones that cost about fifty dollars—and we transform it into a relevant and useful tool for the very lowest-income farmers in the world, in places like Papua New Guinea and Ethiopia. And to do that, we we change the phone up. Op- we tweak the phone operating system. We give it a new an interface that's relevant for people that have probably most of our farmers have never owned a phone before and have relatively low literacy so it's all big shapes and symbols we make the phones work where there's lack of communication so they work in offline most of the time and we give them a digital identity and record all the transactions on the blockchain so we essentially improve trust and cooperation between small groups of farmers and let them interact with their buyers and suppliers a lot better
0: Excellent. I mean, it's a really ambitious project. And I think one of the things that'd be helpful as people start to wrap their heads around is taking a step back and setting the stage. Can you give us some background on the challenges that those types of farmers that you're working with are facing? I mean, I think this is a really difficult reality to understand if you're coming from a background like most of our listeners in the US. But what's the situation on the ground that a lot of them are facing?
1: Well, it is is very hard to relate to. And a lot of what we do it seems so simple to, you know, a viewer in the US or Australia because some of their problems we haven't faced in like hundred years or more. We deal with a lot of farmers that are, you know, earning a couple of dollars a day. They have supply chain challenges, like you know, we see coca farmers who will harvest coca beans and they'll sit beside the road and rot just because they've got no way of telling anyone I've got some coca beans to here to collect. And then if someone does turn up, maybe that buyer's got no cash and so they're going to say, well, I'll take your coca beans, I'll pay you back later, and they never pay them back. Um, And then we see a lot of other problems with, you know, like one of the really ones that troubles me often is women farmers um, and a slight majority of of smallholder farmers around the world are are women. It's about 55 60% usually in most countries. Um, They'll have challenges like they'll be bringing coffee beans into a town And all the people in their village know they've they've done that. They know they're going to be coming back with cash. And if they don't get robbed on the way home, they turn back up at the village and, you know, half the village turns up wanting to borrow money or get some money from this, or the husband turns up and wants to have a party and the money's gone. So some of the simple things we do is just let farmers be able to hand over crops, get a secure record of what they've done and... Because they've got a secure record, they don't need to get cash on the spot. They can get paid later. They can get money transferred into a bank account. And we stop the wastage. So in, in industries like cocoa, um, we see farmers get quite remarkable income increases just by reducing wastage. And then we we also solve this secondary problem of bringing cash home, which usually doesn't last very long. It, whether it's women, women or men, it tends to get spent in a couple of days. So if they have to save up for a say, you know, school fees or if they want to buy, say, a solar lighting kit, it's really hard for them to do that because, you know, in the small village, nobody's selling a solar kit, they have to, like, travel to a city to get it. Um, and all these challenges, you know, as I, as I started the conversation, the, the sentence with, these are things we haven't faced in Australia in a long time. And so most of the technology out there um, for small farmers tends to address things that um, we see as problems, not what the real problems are for the farmers, which is trust, basic supply chain movement, um, being able to get things like, you know, they have no access to eBay, they don't have credit cards, they don't have bank accounts. So how do they even order a solar kit or a, a cook stove or something like that? And and that's what AgUnity is designed to do, be the platform that just bring gives them all the services that we take for granted
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, I I would say to people out there that in preparation for this episode, I actually did a little bit of background research. There are a lot of different resources available online that can really speak to the challenges facing this community. And I would encourage anybody who's interested to, I mean, honestly, a 10 second Google search will pull up a lot that'll really help you understand the magnitude of the problem. Now, one piece that you, you kind of briefly mentioned that I really want to dive into a little bit, is this idea of a verifiable digital identity? Because I think that's another really crucial piece that you know we we know blockchain can provide this. We've seen you know people playing around in this field before, but why is that such a crucial element uh, to achieve in, in the areas where you guys are active?
1: Oh, I can give a really good example of that. The primary—I mean, there's a lot of reasons for digital identity, but the primary one is to make that farmer credit worthy. Um, one of the things we frequently see, if farmers get into trouble, you know, the cow dies or something like that, if they can borrow money at all, it's going to be at something like 30 to 50% from a reputable organisation, and usually that's not available. So usually they're borrowing money from really dodgy sources. And USA, we had a very interesting conversation with USAID about four or five years ago, whereas USAID had found that this is the primary And I mean that really seriously. It's the primary source of human trafficking is the credit, like the loan shark business, because the loan sharks know the farmer's never going to pay for it. And what they're really doing is um, setting that farmer up so the daughter gets sold into slavery. So one of the most important things we do with the digital identity is we give the farmer an identity. We record that that farmer is bringing in coca beans every month. Suddenly, if something goes wrong that farmer can get a loan from a normal bank at a, at a reasonable rate that they can repay. And this is one of the things that's driving deforestation, because as these farmers get into trouble, they lose their land, a palm oil company comes and binds it up, and instead of having like a nice, diverse, regenerative farms, you end up with a a palm oil plantation that's taken over all the land so not only does this seem very important to the farmers it's very important to the um, world environment and um, deforestation and, and keeping the farming in these areas to be diverse and supportive of local communities we all these things play a very important interconnected role
0: yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it's such a massive element, and something that I think a lot of us take for granted. And one of the really crucial pieces that I just want to highlight—you know—you're talking again about a group of people who, in some cases, are illiterate but still able to have a digital identity that can work for them and go out and 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 do this for them, which I think is is massive. So, you know, this is a, a real game changer for a lot of people, and and not just those individuals, as you point out. This is something which can really elevate the human condition across the globe. And of course, the way the environment works, all these pieces are all, all tied into this, which is why it's so ambitious. And I think you know, there's probably a question that's on the tip of a lot of people's minds right now, which is, how can I help? And I think I, I certainly know a lot of people in the FinTech space who love hearing about these types of situations, these types of technologies, and then end up not necessarily knowing what they can do about it on a personal level, so what can they do about it? What types of things are you looking for at the moment for people who are interested in engaging?
1: Yeah, we're have we've actually we're actually just embarking on a plan that's been in the works since, you know, AgUnity's been around for five years and this was planned right from the beginning that we would have a complementary digital token that worked with AgUnity because as we've rolled it out to communities, we found that there's, you know, we can, we can help the farmers by giving them a, a phone and an application that helps them But we can't do a whole lot about the income disparity. And using a good example of that, when you buy a cup of coffee in US or Australia and you're paying $3 for that cup of coffee, the farmer that grew your coffee is getting the smallest share of the whole supply chain. They're getting about 7 cents of that cup of coffee. Now, 30 years ago, they used to get about five times as much as that uh, ratio of the farm. And, And the supply chain has, over time, squash the farmer's share. And you've got organizations like Fairtrade and a number of the other companies trying to level that up. And one of the best ways we can do is create like a a reward system where instead of like coffee buyers keeping the rewards for themselves, they get to reward the farmer that grew their coffee. So we're releasing that token system on the 1st of July with our first group of 200 farmers in Ethiopia, and then we're rolling it out in Papua New Guinea and Indonesia in months after that. And by buying those tokens and rewarding farmers, and you you, you can do lots of things. You can reward the farmer that grew your coffee. You can help them build up a drying facility, or there's lots of other... Um, programs we have on and we're looking to extend this so that it becomes a means of transfer for a lot of charities because one of the problems that a lot of the NGOs we work with have is that when they send money into developed markets they're not really sure it's already used in the right way and we can by means of this token guarantee that it goes to pay the school fees or it goes to support the hospital or whatever we specifically want it to do, we can trace it. So it's a perfect scenario for a digital token. And we can really only do that because we've already got the Ag Unity farm phones into the hands of thousands of farmers and we have the whole ecosystem where we can, by sending that token, we can immediately give the farmer a way of using that token in their community. And then hopefully that token starts to become like a local form of barter economy.
0: No, one of the things I just want to highlight. I'm hearing you talk about a three dollar cup of coffee. I'm here in Seattle, and I'm thinking it's you know normally four or five dollars. And I'm positive that that does not mean that that farmer who actually grew it is getting more than seven cents. I, I am absolutely positive that that's there's absolutely no pass through there. Um, but I think uh, it, it's something that's really interesting to to think about. You know, this way that you can. Uh, transfer this directly to the person who really is is at the heart of the problem and I mean I don't mean that like the person is the problem obviously but this is the person you're trying to get the the money into their hands so one thing I also have to do here is satisfy kind of the tech requirement Um, let's talk just a little bit about the blockchain technology that you're using to underpin this can you just talk a little bit about what you're actually using there
1: yeah, sure. I mean, we we use multi-chain at the moment um, and we, we went through a raft of them. I mean, AgUnity actually started um, at a hackathon of all things. Um, we had previously been building a blockchain technology ourselves um, for use in the financial market data industry. Um, and that technology called Zenect um, was essentially something like a hybrid of BitTorrent and blockchain, if you can imagine what something in that space and we'd spent a number of years working on it and then we happened to go to a fintech conference and john one of the founders ended a hackathon on a whim and because the prize was by singularity university we tried to come up with the biggest most world-changing idea we could and that was agunity we started this in order to win a prize but then um uh, costa perrick from gates foundation and another lady from unicef were there and they were just loved our idea and (laughs) Strongly, that it it filled a gap that they'd seen time and time again, and and that's what got us started. and And so we use blockchain in the most simple way. It's a transaction log. That's all it is. Because the problem we're trying to solve is to give the farmers trust. And when a farmer hands over their coca beans or coffee to a buyer, we record that transaction and we log that on the track. It's included in a cloud system, but it's also logged on the blockchain. And that means that the farmer never has to worry that they're going to come back later and say, oh, it was really only two bags of coffee, not three. We've got a recorded transaction, which means they can trust that when they get paid for it, they've got a record to know what they get paid for. And, and ironically, you know, y- you have lots of trust issues in these communities, but as soon as you have good record keeping, we've been amazed at how well the farmers can self police. They don't. They don't escalate these things. They just get a group of them together and they say, you know, as long as there's a clear record, they can they've very peacefully sort out what had been disputes. And that was actually the point that Costa from Gates Foundation pointed out to us, that they see, frequently see projects that break down just because of this lack of trust and record keeping. That's why they thought it was such a great idea that we'd come up with at the hackathon.
0: Yeah, and I mean certainly this is a as an event organizer myself this is what, what you dream about when you organize a hackathon that somebody's going to put together something like this that could actually make this kind of impact in the world. So let's let's end the episode here by daydreaming just a little bit and thinking about what the future could look like. If AgUnity is successful in terms of the, the ambitions that you guys have, the scope that you're looking at, and, and really getting this tool in the hands of everybody who's on your radar, what does that future look like, you know, five years from now, if things go as, as wildly successful as I'm sure you hope they go?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, in the last five year, Ag has laid the groundwork by, you know, deploying the phones into nine countries now. We've got thousands of phones in the fields, um, thousands of farmers in the network, lots of in coffee and cocoa, which is important. And we've also got great partnerships with everyone from World Food Program to USAID, Fair Trade International, really good companies that are trying to address this, you know, the the number one UN sustainable development goal is no poverty and it's It is because all the other sustainable development goals and environmental issues, they all feed off that. If you solve world poverty, other things become much easier to resolve. So we see the AgUnity phones working in collaboration with the aggregate token as a means of transferring, of evening up supply chain so enabling you know coffee consumers to reward farmers just a little bit you know 20 cents on your cup of coffee or a few cents on your bag that triples the farmer or quadruples the farmer's income Um, and a little bit of wealth transfer from that and then hopefully you know depending on what happens with the token we create more wealth movement to these developing markets and that's a way of really um, substantially increasing Mm. the farmer income for by that time hopefully millions of farmers and so we see that we see a future where we're in and i like to say it this way we don't we don't um do anything for the farmers we give them the tools to enable them to lift themselves out of poverty and ag unity and aggregate working in comparison with that we believe we can do that on a very large scale and I believe a number of our very major trusted partners are going to come in with us on that and support that ecosystem in a very big way.
0: No, it really is an amazing ambition and, and so Logical to see, you know, the way you've laid it out here on this episode, I think it's so clear to for anybody who wants to to understand. This is a really obvious path towards a, a terrific goal, and I would encourage anybody listening to learn more about Ag Unity, to learn more about the the farming community in some of these areas, and really try and just understand the scope of what these challenges are, and think about what that future could look like if this is a this project or others like it are successful. I think there's a lot at stake here there's a lot to be won and and certainly you know some cause for optimism some very real cause for optimism here so um david that's our time but thank you so much for taking your time to join me and chat through this it's been really fascinating conversation from my side
1: well thank you very much for having us greg we greatly appreciate these opportunities to um, just share the world about the, the work we're doing because we're all, we're very very proud of of what we've achieved so far but we're looking at a a much, be, much bigger, brighter future um, coming up in the, yeah, that we're heading into. So, thank you very much.
0: Yeah, my pleasure.